Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Soulful Coach Podcast Season 2 with your host, Elise Tucker. This season, get ready to leave that people pleaser behind as we dive deep into weekly episodes with yours truly and special guests chatting all things money, mindset, growth, shadow work, boundaries, balance, and those uncomfortable topics that help you truly grow and expand your business to the next level. So let's go. Welcome back to the Soulful Coach Podcast. And today we are talking about the Empowered Series Part 2. And we're diving into the body today. And I want to share five things that can help you really feel more empowered and just ready to embrace these parts of your body. So we're going to start off getting into movement. A lot of times people think like, I'm too tired, I don't have the energy, but the funny thing is that movement actually gives you energy. It gives you these endorphins and these creative juices start flowing. So some things you can start doing is like adding in a small walk in the morning or in the lunchtime or in the evening. And instead of, you know, sitting in a lunchroom for an hour, have your walk first then go back and have your lunch. Um, And it can just be part of your routine. It's funny because a lot of times people think they don't have time or energy. And when I was wellness coaching a couple years ago, I would go through, you know, women's schedules and I'd be like, okay, well, let's talk about your day. Let's see where there's room for things. And they would be like, well, from four to seven, I'm doing this with the kids and then I'm putting them down to bed. And I'm like, there is a room in that grace period for you to go for a walk or for you to do maybe some stretches or yoga get the kids involved I used to do this all the time with my son I know it gets tricky having your kids there and you do want some time to yourself or time block it like an appointment and be like you know what you know if your partner or somebody in your family or someone you could just say like from five to six I'm doing this and just make it like an appointment like you know, other people don't feel guilty. And I think this, um, some people may not agree with me, but, you know, certain people join sports or they join golf or things like that. It's okay for us as women and, and as mothers to make time for ourselves. And this is what will help us feel more empowered, feel more like ourselves and just embrace these things. So start small. I encourage you maybe today, start a 30 day challenge and see like, from today, what can you do until later? Um, and just seeing that difference is like really key. So maybe today you're going for a 10 minute walk, but at the end of 30 days, you're going for like an hour walk. So you never know how things can go. Another thing you can do too, is give yourself like a full body scan, looking from your head to your toes. Where do you feel the tension? What blocks or openings are coming through? A lot of the times, Um, there's tensions in our body and right now I'm sitting here and I'm feeling a tension in like my neck and my back and I'm thinking okay so what are some things you can relieve that stress so it's just like instead of feeling the stress or the tension just sit back open up these blocks um, and things just start to feel a little bit better instantly so maybe trying some of these things Um, another thing that can help you feel like really truly embrace your empowered body and yourself um, is this might be a little bit different and I, I shared this um, on social media is actually uncovering pain and going through pain so as much as we don't want to embrace pain it happens tragedy happens trauma happens no one wants to 
you know, live a life with pain, um, even if you have chronic pain, but it's how we can move forward that will help us through this pain. So there are many things we can do to embrace it and body it. And one thing I think that I think I just learned in the last couple of years is to actually feel pain. So in every other past relationship I had, I would numb the pain. So with that, it could be like, you know, you go through a bad breakup. I remember one breakup, I lived in Toronto and I just went to like the grocery store and I bought like pizza and ice cream and chips and I numbed the pain that way. And then we'd go for a weekend and you would drink and you would numb the pain or you would just like try and ignore it. I never did therapy when I was younger. I didn't do it until I was about 30. Um, but we numb all these feelings because we don't want to feel it. And then when I went through my separation, a really good friend of mine, she was also going through something similar. And she's like, you just have to feel it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to feel it. But honestly, it was the best thing to feel because we keep so much emotions inside. And something my therapist said too is like, for 30 years, I kept so many of my feelings in. And it's okay to let it all out and to feel it. And I think that's one thing that we don't do with any type of pain is that we just try to push it down. We try to ignore it. We try to cover it up with something else, different coping mechanisms, whether it could be like shopping. Human design has really taught me this about my emotional authority is that I am very emotional, but not to ignore it or to hide it with food or, or buying or things like that and to really just be neutral. Um, but then after my grandmother, we call her my nanny, she passed away this past year. Like I had lost people in my life, but it was like a friend of a friend or somebody like down the line. I lost my grandfather when I was a lot younger, but I feel like you don't really understand. Um, and I lost a pet of mine a long time ago as well. And that was like the first time I really felt like I was grieving and crying. Um, and then when I went through my separation, I cried like that again, because you're, you're grieving the loss of that person in that marriage. Um, but then the grief that came and like the feelings, and the pain that came with losing, you know, a close grandparent was my mother's mom and we were very close. Um, I, I did it again. I numbed it. I, I didn't feel who now my emotional feelings are coming through. I didn't feel the feelings. I numbed it. I became really busy. And then the day of her funeral, I just, I felt it all. And I was, I was like hot mess that day. I feel like everyone in my family kept being like, you okay? Are you okay? Um, but it, it happens because we get busy with life. We don't want to have this feeling of pain and we don't want to think about trauma or tragedy, tragedy, but it is good for our bodies and our souls to like feel it and to understand it and to let it go. And I know she's in a much better place because near the end it was becoming a lot more painful for her and we just know that she's in a better place and she lived a good life um and so sometimes we just have to embrace the that part too because sometimes we think like oh i don't want to feel this pain i don't want to undergo all these different feelings but it's actually good for us another thing that we can truly embrace and i kind of talked about this a little bit on last week's is nourishment but for so many years, we don't really think like what we're doing affects our body, um, but it does. It is your energy, your feelings, your actions. And for years, I didn't know very much about food. I grew up, um, you know, where it was like you have a bowl of cereal in the morning, then you have a sandwich and then you have like this carb rich dinner. And it was like carbs loading all day. And I didn't really realize much about it. And then when I started kind of like into 
you know, I started, everyone goes through different like dieting periods, but I started um, with like Weight Watchers when I was in grade 10 and I've been through it all. Um, but I just remember the carbs were like huge and it was like, it really did affect your, you know, how tired you are. And now I realize there's different types of carbs, like there's the complex carbs or things like that, that can help you. But I also didn't realize like there's so much nutrients and just like the whole foods and, you know, growing up, you're not really taught a lot of that. It depends on your family and your upbringing and what you're exposed to, but also even just like, you're not, you don't even know, like, we don't think about like the alcohol we put in our body, how much water, the vitamins. Um, so I think really focusing on what, like, and I started a food journal about like a couple of months ago, and I have done this in the past because I have dealt with IBS and a lot of different things in my life and I can't have like dairy, beef or pork. Um, so this has been an ongoing thing that I've done for a while, but I noticed when I was eating more like rich, you know, fast food or processed foods. And I'm sure we know this too, but your, your body just feels off. So I feel for me, the best way to like embrace my body and to make myself feel better is just eating like more real foods. If you're reading ingredients on something and you have no idea what it is, that alone should tell you something. So a lot of times I just buy like, you know, chicken or fish or eggs. And then if I'm getting something, um, a lot of times I, I love buying sourdough bread. I just love that it's like clean ingredients. There's not these extra additives. And then I just feel so much better. And this may not be for everyone. Everyone's on their own journey. I'm not recommending this to anyone. This is just what has worked for me. Um, but I truly feel that this has helped my energy, like, and also honoring my human design. I don't have my first meal until about 11. So this morning I like two eggs, um, some fresh sourdough, some berries, and I feel so full and so good. And that was about like a little while ago. And I just feel like I'm ready for the day and I'm not, you know, when you have something and you feel like bloated or overwhelmed or you're just like, oh, I feel like shit. I'm like, you don't want to feel like that in your day. So like nourishing your body really helps. Um, also, you know, I've decided to start like limiting alcohol and I've, I've gone through like this past year debating on if I just stop it altogether because I really just feel that it affects so much. Like, yes, it's great to have like a drink when you're going out with friends and things like that, but it definitely, it starts to affect things long-term. And I just feel that, you know, you go out with friends and you have a good weekend and you celebrate and I'm not what I used to be back in the day I can't recover I also have a child and a business and so the hangovers are like more like a three to four day hangover and I just don't like how that feeling I'm like a manifesting generator. I like to be busy I don't want to you know be tired and not be have any energy so for me in this moment I've chose to like to not have it um and people may not understand but I just feel better without it and I don't want to have that like foggy brain I want to have that creative brain that that brain where I feel like I'm I am nourished in my whole body and I just feel that it is really affecting that also you just you don't eat the best too when you are drinking um and once again I'm not recommending this to anyone this is just what is working for me and I am truly just nourishing my whole body by doing this and um I just feel like this is starting to just make me feel a hundred times better taking care of myself. I also started changing up what vitamins I'm taking and what things are really going to sort of support me. I really also focus in on like my skin skincare routine. Um, so you can nourish your body 
in different ways. It doesn't have to just be food. Um, and we're going to get into another part too. Um, but one other part I want to talk about that we need to truly embrace, um, and this may be taboo for some, but I would love for us to truly embrace just becoming the more pleasurable side of us. So, um, and we're going to talk about pleasure in a way that supports us and that we can embrace ourselves. But a lot of times we think that pleasure is wrong or pleasure is, is like, oh, we can't talk about that. That's like a little hush hush secret topic. But I think there's so many pleasures in life that we need to do and that we need to talk about and that we need to feel and embrace in our body. So, you know, there are different things. Like I said, there, there's pleasures in food, there's pleasures in clothes and quality in our body. But self-pleasure is like also one of the, the most important things I think we can do for our, ourselves. How can you expect someone else to please your, please you if you can't even please yourself? So I truly encourage you to maybe get on a self-discovery of pleasure. And it doesn't have to mean like you go right at it right now. Um, but be a little adventurous, be a little bit open-minded. I know as women, you know, we think that, you know, we, we shouldn't be doing that, or maybe there are things that we, you know, we could be doing instead, but honestly, it is important for our, for ourselves. Also that, that orgasm relief is so good for the body and it just feels so amazing. I'm sure we can all relate to this, but there are so many things that, you know, everyone else does for us, or, you know, we put ourselves last. What if we made this pleasure point you know, a non-negotiable and not saying you need to do it like every single day, all day long, but like make an effort being like, if you're feeling called to like, you know, I'm feeling this and you want to do those things. Self-discovery is, is amazing. It is huge. Um, go check out. There's lots of little stores that have things. There's go with a girlfriend, go with someone that you feel comfortable with. Um, I know it can feel uncomfortable in the beginning. I remember going into like one of the first stores I went like a really long time ago I've been very much open to very this much of my life I don't speak about it a lot because some people don't really understand it or it just becomes uncomfortable but I think it's okay to talk about it I think there are certain topics that we need to talk about more but self-pleasure I believe is like one of the best things that women can do for ourselves um, also, you just feel so fucking good after. So why not do it? Um, and there's so many different resources that there's so many different tools, things have advanced so much. Um, there's so many, you know, like go to a library or a bookstore or something or whatever you feel called to, but just start slow. I remember a friend of mine was like, you know, set the mood, light candles. And she was like, just pretend it's just you versus you. And I thought that was like a good analogy because sometimes I think we think we just need to like do it and get it over with. But like, it's the same as, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like during COVID, there are a lot of people that were like, make your simple pleasures, like drink your water out of a wine glass or, you know, set your table with your fine china. It's the same for pleasing yourself. Put on that lacy outfit, put on that nice little like gown do something for yourself touch yourself it is okay no one is watching it is all right and then you just you also just feel like so much more like 
feminine and sexy and just I just I don't know for me I feel way more empowered I feel better I feel good and maybe some people may not understand why I'm talking about this but we truly live in a world where there's so many rules and restrictions and for you to feel this most empowered self do those things for yourself feel how you want to feel dress how you want to feel seek the pleasures if you want to have strawberries and chocolate or oysters or the things or have your partner involved then do that i feel like you know we don't do these things for ourselves and then we're like oh well this was my life and you know this is how it was and that's not okay let's 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 see the pleasures in life again let's feel them let's uncover them discover them so i truly maybe this can be a 30-day challenge for you too where you get out there and you expose yourself not saying go crazy but like just learn a little bit more about yourselves i know so many women in my own life where we talk about it and it's a it's uncomfortable or b it's like i don't do that it's not for me but what if you just tried what if you just thought about it i actually read an article of saying kim cattrall was with um, before her husband, she was dating people for 20 years and she had never had an orgasm. And I think that to me, that sounds nuts. Imagine being with someone, you think about men, men, they, they have it quickly, quite often. And for women, it takes us a little bit of a deeper level to get there. But what if you uncovered how you got there and found what pleasure would work for you, that you can communicate that to your partner. So for me, that's what I did in the past is I figured it out that I could communicate it to my partner so that it, it works well like that, because you don't want to be with someone where, you know, you're not even being pleased or things are being matched. And it doesn't even have to be pleased in a sexual way. It can also just be like in communicating things. Like maybe for you, your love language is, is quality time or, words of affirmation and your partners is the opposite. How is it that you can communicate that and get on that deeper level? So encourage you, maybe start today of these, you know, a 30 day challenge. I mean, you don't have to, if you don't want to, but it's just there to just really uncover who you are um, and how this can help you become more of this empowered, embraced, feminine, divine human being that you are. So I hope that um, that little part helps. And then the last thing I want to uh, chat about is rest. And this is probably a little bit opposite. So after you seek the pleasure, you're going to want the rest or things like that. But a lot of times people think, you know, oh, well, I slept like five hours. I'm good. But rest is actually really important because it helps us, you know, it helps your body just rest and recover for the next day and then you just feel like you're ready to go but a lot of times we don't actively rest we are on our phones or we're busy doing things i know i'm guilty of this too like i um, have been under the weather um, for a week or so and resting for me is really hard because i think you know we always have these to-do lists and all these things to do and i'm not the type that likes to sit still but i think when this happens to you in your life you have to think like, okay, this is a sign that my body needs this rest, that I need the downtime. And, um, you know, I've been sleeping in and I'm not used to sleeping in at all. And my body is just truly just recovering from this. Um, so I'm trying to get there. And I think we don't think that we need the rest or that we need the downtime. We just need to go, 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 go. But it's really crucial. So, you know, 
not calling anybody out in this episode. I'm just saying if you truly want to embrace your most empowered self, look at these five categories and think, what are some of the areas that we can be working on or that we can improve? And, you know, do you need more rest? Do we need to put the phone away an hour before bed? I That was one trick that really helped me. I'm, I'm guilty. Um, I'm guilty of sometimes keeping it away. I don't know about you, but threads came out um, a couple of days ago and I was up a little bit late um, checking it out. And, you know, we are guilty of staying on our phones, but it is good to disconnect, put it down, go to bed, have a good sleep, seven to eight hours kind of thing. Just gets you ready for that next day that you can feel like you're, you're, you're well rested and then gives you the support and the energy for that day too. So these are just things that I have noticed that I have used in the last like year or so of my life to just really work on um, just to feel like the most empowered self. And I want to also share a little bit more about the Empowered Mastermind. We are going to be starting in, in July. So in a couple of weeks, we will be starting and we are going to be diving really into transforming, you know, from this masculine energy to this feminine energy, to start being more in creative flow, to start seeking the pleasures in life, to start, you know, creating systems in your business that feel good to you. So um, it does have a little bit of a business background, but it also we're going to be diving into like, like I said, the masculine versus feminine, we're going to be diving into mindset and going from this lack mindset to this abundance mindset. And a lot of times people want this like massive transformation, but these are just going to be small shifts that we can do in our lives and in our business that can make a massive difference. Um, I also am going to show you how to be making money again and just make it easy and simple and with your creative feminine energy so this is a four-month commitment from july um july august october i don't know july august september october um, my brain was going a little funny there um so we'll be getting into that and at the end we're going to be going on mastermind retreat all together um, so i really encourage you if you are feeling you know, maybe you're feeling a little stuck or stagnant in your life or your business. Maybe you don't have a business yet and you're really wanting to get in there. Um, we can chat about that as well. This isn't for someone that's in an advanced part. This is somebody that is really truly too ready to invest in themselves, um, invest in their future and just who they are as a whole. Um, as you guys know, I always dive into human design a little bit too. So we'll be getting into that. But if you're ready for this transformation or this, you know, I want this fuck yes energy. I want this contagious kind of feeling. I want like this lifestyle that I love and I get up and like even today I was like, I have a couple commitments today, but I'm like, I love the life that I've created. I love the slow mornings that I have, but I've also just never been so fully empowered and what I'm doing and who I'm being. And I want that for you too. So if this is what you're looking for, um, I will put the application in the show notes and I would love for you to join us. Um, and I wish you all the best and we'll see you next week. If you love today's episode and it truly resonated with you, please share on social media and tag me at the Soulful and Social Coach on Instagram or share a review on Apple or Spotify 
As you know, coming from a small business owner, every review or testimonial means the world to us. Sharing is caring, and we will see you all next week.